The next one I want to discuss is Svarga, which mm -hmm. is often translated as heaven. Yeah, so as we understand the biblical description of heaven, it's a place where you go after death and uh, St. Peter is standing at the gate. He seems to have your record. He's got a tablet, a, a laptop or something and he yeah. checks out your so record. Checks it out and then whether you got a visa to get in or not. Yeah, and whether you have to go inside and he's going to send you to hell or somewhere. Right. So the, and then, so this is one problem. That's not our understanding. The second is that for them, heaven is like a one-time entry. There's no reincarnation. Yeah, there's no reincarnation. You go so it's there, permanent. It's a permanent place. Third is that they think that heaven is a place where God lives. So that's not our understanding. Heaven is a part of this cosmos and it is a temporary place because the whole cosmos is temporary. So that we call Swarga. That's what we call Swarga. Swarga is within the cosmos. Yes. And uh, a, a not a physical, it's not a physical galaxy location, but it is within the cosmos in, in the sense of the cosmos has subtler dimensions. Right. The, the lokas are subtler than just physical space. It, so, uh, in that, the Swarga is a temporary place for cleansing and coming back. Right. Is, so, uh, you perform, according to Purumimansa, you perform your duties, your dharma properly. So, then you are elevated and you live there for some time. And then Taitam Bhuktva Swarga Lokam Vishalam. So, this kind of a Swarga idea would require uh, reincarnation, whereas heaven rejects reincarnation. Right. There is no reincarnation for them. So, I went to this uh, the Mormon temple in Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a little anecdote. That's where the headquarters of Mormons are. And they have the, the, uh, the uh, prophets, the living prophets are, I think, 10 or 12 of them, they live there. Mm -hmm. So, I had, a, I had the fortune of uh, being able to engage some of the very learned senior people there. And I want, I, they thought I'm a very good candidate because I'm asking good questions. I'm asking very detailed questions. So, I wanted to know what's the layout of heaven. <laughs> what do people do? I mean, what do they do? I mean, they're waiting there forever. So do they have sports? Do they have golf? And if I were to go and join your system and go to heaven according to your method, what would I do? It would be a long time to live there. What are we doing? Nothing, wearing board. What do we do? So they gave very literal answer. They said, yeah, yeah, we have golf also. I mean, ask them very exact question. Do we play? Suppose I'm interested in golf mm -hmm. and it's no heaven, no big thing, not a good thing for me if I can't even play golf. And so they actually came and told me things like that, you know, that uh, they really thought like they are selling a retirement community. So do they have internet? So they have, and I wanted to know that who does the, who mows the lawn? Is it a robot or is it human being? Do they have to work? Do they have jobs? Do people have to have jobs? And they did not, they never, it never occurred to them that, you know, these questions are not literal. It's not literal. They actually would go to some expert, come back in a few minutes, try to answer it very correctly with me. So I wanted to know what kind of food you serve. Do you have chocolates? How, if you don't, then what kind of heaven you got? Yeah, why, why go there? Why you go there? Why, what kind of heaven are you selling me? I, 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 there are, it's almost like I'm shopping for a retirement uh, community <laughs> and they're selling me that. It's almost like that. So, it, to, to trivialize Swarga as some kind of a heaven is a big mistake. Right. And I think uh, one of the things that our people should do is who are knowledgeable and equipped to debate, challenge the idea of heaven, not by saying I don't believe in it, but by saying I want to know more details. Suppose I want to be converted, the whole idea to be converted is to get me to heaven. So I want to, I want to know what it's like. I want to understand what, do, do I get a big mansion, little mansion, do we share rooms, is it a private bathroom, how does it work? 
and you know, once since they're stuck in this literal, literal body to be buried, because this body will t- transport you all of that. I mean, the point is that you just have to accept their yeah, premises could, and I, keep following them. I could not ever understand this whole idea that you bury the body and body, and then this will be, you know. Raised one day to heaven, so do you go immediately to heaven or you are waiting on what is happening actually? So unlike uh, Christianity in our Hindu dharma, to go to heaven it is not necessary that you have to go only after dying. There are many instances in the Puranas where people have gone to heaven in the self- Swarga. Yeah, I mean in Swarga Loka in the same body. So there is a famous story in Mahabharata about Arjuna that Arjuna he went to Swargaloka to help Indra who is actually supposed to be his also father to fight with the Kalkeya Suras which were troubling him and Indra was not able to subdue them so Arjuna went there and he fought and he defeated them and therefore Indra was very happy and he gave him a very good welcome and all the facilities to live there, so he he stayed there for some time. In fact, yeah, one of the name of Arjuna is called Kiriti. It's there in um, Bhagavad Gita also because Indra, being pleased with Arjuna, gave him a Kirita, a very special type of helmet, and he also gave him place to sit on his own asana, which is called Ardhasana, which is a great honor given to somebody that you make the person sit right next to you on your own seat. There is also story similarly of Katwanga, he was another king who went and helped. There is also story of Muchkunda who also went and helped Indra to fight. Muchkunda is the one who killed Kaleyavana by just looking at it because he was sleeping in that cave you know when Krishna ran away from Mathura, it's a famous story. So there is also a story of uh, King Revata who had the daughter Revati and he went to meet Brahma because he wanted to find a suitable husband. There are many many stories like this that uh, in the same body King Nahusa he was also given the actually lordship of Swargaloka itself because Indra has to run away because of the curse. So it is not necessary that one has to die and then only can go to Swargaloka and in Christianity the going to Swargaloka or their heaven is also unidirectional that right. once you go there you cannot come back you just cannot come back but that's not the case here in our case you go there whether you go in the same body or you go by your karma most people go there by doing their punya karma and you go there then you come back as Krishna says tetam bhuktva Swargalokam visalam chine punya martha lokam vishanti that after your punya karma is over, then you again come back to the Bhuloka. So, is it also that the residents, the devatas, can come here? Yeah, or devatas or also visit. Visit. Yeah, so and many. And they can t- go back. Yeah, they can go back. I mean, so many times people have performed yagyas, then devatas come and they take their offerings. In fact, the, when you do the yagya, you invite the devatas. Yeah, you invite the devatas. And so, the, the, our pujas are inviting the devatas here. Right. And. Uh, under extraordinary, uh, in some situations, we get invited there. Right. So, therefore, it is both ways. Very so, good. So, it is much different, the concept. A corollary to heaven is hell. Right. 
So what do you think of that as hell and narka? So again, because narka is also hell is hell is eternal. Our narka is not hell because first of all, it's not eternal. It's a sort of, you know, result of your karma, which results in some sort of suffering. You are given a special type of body, just like when you go to heaven, you don't go in this body. You have a subtle body which you still have. In swarga. Yeah. In swarga, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So same when you go to hell, you are given a sharira body which is called yatana sharira. So means it's basically a punishment. You go through that problem. There are different types of hell. Whether you are passing through, like one of them is what different narkas. Yeah, different you, narkas. You go through a forest and this very thorny. You have to walk through it. Your body right. gets torn. So the karma, every karma is finite. I right. mean, I may have killed a million people, but it's a, it's whatever is the karma of killing one person as finite times million. Right. So it's still it may be a large amount, but it's still finite. So the phala which will come out of it is also finite. Yeah, because karma itself is. A, Limited action. Right. So limited action cannot give you eternal effect. Right. It's right. very logical. Right. So that limited action is only going to give you limited effect. Correct. Whether it is going to swarga or going to naraka. Correct. So it will be only for a short period. So one big difference is the temporariness of swarga and naraka as opposed to the permanence of heaven and hell. And this this difference is not. Very small difference. It's a huge deal. Yeah. It is uh, the whole metaphysics it, is it one way or the other. You cannot uh, you cannot mix these two up. Right. You cannot take a concept from here and equate it there and kind of trivialize it. These are very serious systems. We have to respect the Judeo-Christian system and not sort of trivialize that. Okay, we'll take some part of here, some part of there, and mix it up because then you're not really respecting it. We have to say that that's a system which has its own belief structure, its own assumptions, its own premises. For us, it's not acceptable. But for some people, it is acceptable. See, even in our own Indian tradition, we have different schools of thought. Yes. Like we have Nyaya, we have Mimansa, we have Yoga. So they define right. their terminology. Right. Like Patanjali, he says Atha Yoga Anusasanam. Now I'm going to define, describe what is Yoga. First thing he does is definition of Yoga. He says Yoga Chitta Vritti Nirodha. Now yoga can have so many meanings. Right, but Yol he defines it. Yeah, he defines it. In, yeah. in Jyotis, yoga means some combination of, you know, grahas. Right. In Ayurveda, yoga means combination of some herbs. Right. So in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says samatvam yoga uchate, the equanimity of the mind is yoga. Hmm. So he is defining. So this is why the intentions of the author and the context are very important. Yeah. Otherwise, what happens that you can take. One thing and you map on to another thing. You take the definition of Patanjali's yoga and you map it on to Bhagavad Gita, it will not work.